This piece was brought to you by Roberta's. Roberta'spizza.com. Hey, this is Michael Harlan Turkel from the Food Scene on Heritage Radio Network. I've been with the station for over eight years, 350 shows, and it is the most consistent thing in my life. Every Tuesday at 3, I know to be here in studio, but I also get the, the privilege of meeting such amazing people, artists, artisans within the industry. I get to learn a new factoid, a, a new way of life from these wonderful people. And I hope you do too by listening and that you donate to our summer drive. Just go to heritageradionetwork.org slash donate and click on the beating heart. And we'd even appreciate monthly recurring donations to any show on the network. You could designate to the food scene, the speakeasy, and that many more. Say those words. Say those words. <laughs> We're back. We're back. Some, summer fun drive. This is it. The countdown begins. Five more shows. No, this is episode two forty. Don't say that, Mike. By, I'm, I'm by, just getting comfortable. By popular demand, we're done. Uh, I, I'm just, I was just getting. Com- I, I can walk in here and, and, and feel like uh, you know. I'm, I'm like in my sixties, and I'm still nervous when I walk into a bar. You scared. You scared away people. The awkward. Yeah, what happened? That was very awkward. It was very awkward. It was like uh, what, what was like. The boy, like the porno category, my friend's hot mom. That they, 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 it was weird. Whatever the dynamic there was very weird. Uh oh. At, at the day table there, I, maybe maybe they just the, the kid is starting college. It's been a while since tomorrow. we've done a, done a porn show and talked about like top porn topics. Well, but, but, you, I, I but heard my that. friend, my friend's hot mom is like number three in most searched things in Pornhub. Or something, um, incidentally. Definitely number one. Def- on. Matt says definitely number one. Mo- most sur- searched at the it, TSA. It surpassed okay. MILF. Oh. The, pro- you know, the problem, the Matt, pi- our piano player is that today. I'm, I'm so old that all my older women fantasies are about women half my age at this point. <laughs> it's that, that's, no. that's how far along we've gotten. Anyway, we're back. It's Arts and Seizures. Mike Edison here. We're back with, and we're proud. With, with the monster from Maspeth, everybody's favorite pizza, Pizza Remba. And we're joined in the studio today who, who, with superstar powerhouse, motherfucking pitbull lawyer of the very famous law firm Crosby, Stills, Nash, Young, Carlos, Palmer, Emerson, Hunga Dunga, Hunga Dunga, Sacco, and Vanzetti. It's our friend. And Hunga Dunga. And Hunga Dunga. I think I forget a Hunga Dunga. Hunga Dunga. <laughs> uh, our good friend Blaine Bortnick, who has kept me out of jail successfully. <laughs> no joke. <laughs> Well, thank for, you very for, much. For the last 30 minutes. <laughs> and, I, and I expect you to keep me out of jail for the next 30 minutes. And also, by the time this show is over, I want to own the Heritage Radio Network. Well, as far as jail goes, I lock the door, so don't <laughs> worry. There you go. This is, this is for 30 minutes. This is your kind of lawyer. This is the kind of guy who gets you out first and asks questions later. I like that. I like that. In, in, out before you, you get in. It's a better I, way You to have go. your hands full with this guy, though. Yeah. I mean, quite, quite frankly, if I was his lawyer, I would recommend... 
the stiffest sentence possible. Well, it's usually a stiff drink, but that's <laughs> another category. Let me tell you the fact that I knock on wood when I say shit like this. I've never been arrested, by the way. Really? That's amazing. I, 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 it is the of, of all the government oversight you can yeah. imagine. This is like obviously somehow I fell through the cracks and have never been uh, Gee, never Mike, been hand, never been handcuffed against my will. Gee, Mike, I feel well, you would have missed. Been. Uh, you've, you've missed a real life experience there. Then well, I'm, I'm still young, Blaine. You should you should you should check it out inside sometime. Have you? Wait, have, you, have you spent the night in the Huskow, Pete? Let's just, let's just say you should check it out sometime. You <laughs> check, you, check out the food. Is that where you met your wife? <laughs> What's your prison story? Papillon? Well, let's, just say, let's just say, look, a lawyer a lawyer walks into the... No. <laughs> yeah, let's hear it. A lawyer... No, goes, no, no. You, I thought you had you had one. Uh, well, my, well, my, actually, I don't my have... My jokes a, are about doctors. Actually, I don't, I, don't have a, I don't have a lawyer joke, but uh, this guy walks in, into a bar, right, and he's got his pet alligator on a leash... And uh, and he goes to the bartender. And he says, "Listen, do you uh, do you serve lawyers here?" And the, the bartender says, "Sure." So the, the guy goes, "Okay, good. Give me a martini and uh, give my alligator a lawyer." So, wow, it's a good thing we only got five shows left. <laughs> I know. I refuse. I refuse to trigger the applause for that. <laughs> that's a good. Oh, that's five, a good show. That, five, five shows left, and the engineer suddenly I'm got walking, some attitude. I'm walking. <laughs> Can we sue the engineer for his attitude? He's, uh, he's very he's surly and, and he's being he's being uh, rebellious. He, he hurt my feelings. Well, well okay. I think it depends on who who the intended audience is. In your case, I think maybe a medal might be a more appropriate. <laughs> uh oh. You know what? I, let's just let's just say congratulations to all our French listeners uh, for they won the Super Bowl today against the Croatians. <laughs> Although, Nailed course, it. Huh? You nailed it. You nailed it. But, the, you know, the Croatians, I have to say, they should be thanking them. They uh, gave them one goal and then a penalty. So otherwise, it would, uh, you know. How the, the Americans do in this they tournament? Did, they did great. They did great. They didn't show up. But <laughs> they didn't lose? They didn't lose. They, they were great. But anyway, all our French listeners, really, uh, Allez France and, uh, and all that stuff. I, I have watched and, exactly zero seconds of the World oh, Cup. I, I, in my, in my, you know what? We were watching a lot of Wimbledon. And, and uh, John McEnroe, who's doing, uh, a, you know, ex-heel, now a commentator, he made a very interesting reference to a guy, he, he was commenting on the match, and then he goes, oh, it looks like whoever it was is waking, finally waking up from the sleeper hold. And I like that. <laughs> McEnroe made a wrestling reference. He, he sure did. A pro, a pro wrestling uh, well, reference. Well, he, he was a heel. He, uh, he was a heel, and he was a kid from Queens, so... Uh, and it made me. He, uh, he may have actually shown up at a WrestleMania. Someone, maybe Matt, you can yeah. look that up. I think John McEnroe was like a WrestleMania I, I special like guest walk on now, at one point. For extra credit, Mike, a, a variation on the sleeper hold, right? The million dollar man, Ted DiBiase, what was his coup de grace variation on the sleeper hold? Sleeper Quick, for 10. For wow, hit, what was, what was Ted DiBiase? Ted DiBiase move, the, the million dollar man, his. His variation on the sleeper hold, what? his coup de gras, was, was the, for 10, uh, uh, the studio audience, okay, the, the people have their hands up, okay, uh, give me a bell, Matt, time is up, <laughs> there we go, it was the million dollar dream. Ah, the million dollar dream. And, and uh, Virgil, his uh, lackey, would shove a hundred dollar bill into the sap's Open gaping mouth. It's kind of like leaving pennies in the eyes. Oh <laughs> gosh, yeah. A right. hundred dollar bill right in the guy's mouth, and they'd walk out of the ring. Speaking of sleeper hold variations, our friend CM <laughs> yes. Punk, former former uh, WWE champion CM Punk, his variation of the sleeper hold was something called the go to sleep, and then a pizza place. 
um, Ian's Pizza in Chicago actually made a pizza called the Go to Sleep, which was turkey hollandaise sauce. I think they may have even been. Oh, uh, it may have even been like opium. Is this in Chicago? Yeah, Chicago pizza is bad enough. I'll say it right now. It might have even been like opiates on the Go to Sleep pizza. Maybe it improved. But the idea was like, there's no way you could possibly eat this and like, you know, keep your eyes open. We're making a record. We're just pumped full of MSG and tryptophan. There you go. I think I think we got a case there. You know, we were making a record with what's his name out in Chicago, and. Is this your, this your Steve Albini story? Albini, yeah. Albini. This is when you were in the Pixies. We discussed this. Oh, yeah, this. and he's like, he's talking, he's talking about how great the Chicago pee. Oh, you got to have it, right? So finally, okay, what did this pie? It comes, first of all, it, come, it came in an envelope, a giant paper envelope. It was stapled, and then it was a round pizza, and they cut it. They don't even care. They cut it in these little tiny squares, and it's a round pizza. Like, and, uh, and on top of that, it wasn't any good. So <laughs> and such small portions. Such, oh, it's okay. <laughs> All right, I'll tell you what. We, we came here today with the what idea. What are we here for? Why am I here <laughs> well, anyway? Well, recovering from Lyme disease. I can't believe you had Lyme disease. I, I did. It's a, rich, it's a rich man's disease. It dude. is. It's a country club. He's disease. got your at your Connecticut manse. Mm -hmm. But uh, we are talking about summertime, so I thought we'd play one of my favorite summertime songs and just give it a spin. Summer What's it called? Summertime by the Trogs. Oh, banned, I love the Trogs. Banned by the BBC. So, uh, Matt, give it a twirl. You listen to Arts and Seizures. We'll be back in a second right after this hot biscuit by Trogs. the Trogs. Summer fun's dry. <laughs> Where the dress is so low You can see the sun on their Tan skin I like the summertime When the girls wear the dresses so high You can see the sun on their I like the summertime when the 
girls wear the dresses so high you can see the sun on their faces. Summertime, banned by the BBC, but not by Heritage Radio Rest Network. in peace, Reg Presley. This is a oh. very Mike Edison song. Uh, you know, Reg, Reg was the greatest, because if you go see the trucks, he was like the most macho front man like, of all time. Lascivious. And he'd be and lascivious, and, 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 <laughs> and like not just coming on to every girl in the room, but coming on to every guy in the room, too. Like our, our, my buddy, Mike Maricondo of the Ron Jets, we went to see him one time, and he looked at me, and he, looked, he was frozen. He had all the color drained from Mike's face. He said, Mike, what's wrong? He goes, Reg Presley just made eye contact with me. I don't know what to do. I'm not, suppo- I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> the trial is obviously most famous Go for with it. wild thing. We went to see them one time. I think it was a Lone Star Cafe and it was packed and you know that all, all all the garage rock fans, our, our friends were, were there and then it was so great and we went to see them the next night at some uh, joint um, in Brooklyn and literally there were two people there it was like me and one other fellow and they did their you know their show for us they that was it but afterwards they were like come on back and they each sort of had like a bottle of scotch in their bags yeah. and that's when the UFO story started coming out you know Reg. Uh, we went to see them. Claimed that he had been abducted. One by of their UFO. one of their first comebacks uh, in New York yeah. in the seventies. Maxes. They came back. Yeah, Maxes. They made that great lot of Maxes. Oh, it's great. And uh, Reg was doing the thing. He had was wearing this really long ascotty scarf and stroke, pulling it out and stroking it as he as he sang to the girls. So uh, our sax player and boys and boys and our sax player uh, wound up after the show hanging out with Reg Presley. Well, basically all night drinking at Max's because they play, they let him stay, and I, and so uh, Gordon came back and he says, "Well, I asked Reg, you know, how come, you know, how come you don't have any of these hits anymore? This is like '77 or something," and Reg said, "Well." How many ways can I say I want you to suck my dick? <laughs> that was there was that great Lester Bang story, right? Which, I, if I recall correctly, sorry, I'm sorry, was, was called James Taylor marked for death, but was actually all about the trogs. and and that's it. Where in in which he revealed that basically these were all very very rapey songs. Well, I think that song six five four three two one. He said I assumed it was a telephone number, like the Wilson Pickett song, like like the Marvelettes. He goes, but it was actually just Countdown to Penetration. That's and that was the drugs. It was like rape disguised as bubble gum. Well, by the way, I just want to say that here at Arts and Seizures, we're against rape. Okay, always very progressive, liberal. We were against rape. We were against air pollution. We were against racism in most cases. Uh, we were a very, very liberal show. <laughs> uh, that, oh, that was quick. That was quick. That was quick. Oh. <laughs> You'll never know how much I really love you. So, 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 Blaine, you're actually like, 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 you brought your lawyer today, Mike. What's going on? No, no, I want to. We were talking, but Blaine is, is is a very good lawyer. He's a corporate litigator. He's the kind of guy that you do not find him on the back pages of the, the Village Voice and the hippie lawyer section. He's the real deal. You can trust this guy. You, I mean, the guy sues defense contractors. He's yeah. like I said, he's kept me out of jail, which is no little feat. But what I am fascinated about, what we're talking about, is shyster lawyers. I'm really interested. <laughs> I, okay, in, in the guys that. 
ambulance chasers. This, to me, is a very interesting line of work that, if it didn't take three years to graduate from law school, I'd probably go into myself. Like, how do I, like, how do I sue, like, uh, like Pete, who's obviously, a, you know, who's hurt my feelings greatly. In, in, indigent. Uh, you know, I, th- I, think, I think I deserve 1.6 million, I'm thinking, is the number I'm looking for. <laughs> Well, you have to understand one thing, that the difference between, as you call a shyster lawyer and other lawyers such as what I do, is that we have a very different philosophy. A shyster lawyer goes out there and looks for that quick, fast buck. It's kind of a holdup. You know, me, on the other hand, I just am out there to rip my opponent's face off. I've seen him And that's it. a difference. It's, it's not pretty. Yeah, Pitbull. He's pit a pitbull lawyer. Did. But I, I, the quick holdup, though, I'm very interested. Like you know, like I said, we read in the paper every day. It's like, oh, you know, so you know, some, somebody made it, made it a, uh, a pass at me in the kitchen, you know, because obviously the sexism. They couldn't. They couldn't help food themselves. They're so good. Well, okay, listen, they're, they're you know, and they, they sue for 1.6 million dollars, and obviously someone should be getting paid out, and there should be uh, people who behave like that should be penalized and smacked around. But I don't think you get to retire because someone made a pass at you. Well, actually, i got to correct you a little bit here. There's this whole doctrine in the law of like yeah. stray remarks. It's also, you know, stray spankings, you know. The, those those are kind of accepted. Stray spankings. Stray spankings. I'm going to strayly spank all of you fucking motherfuckers there. Now, the problem is you might make it a regular habit, and then it's no longer stray. I see. Still, nonetheless, I want to repeat. One point six is the number I'm looking for. Keep looking. <laughs> <laughs> Keep looking, Mikey. That's I, I admire it, though. I admire I, I admire that. Uh, well, okay, we were sued by our manager. I won't mention the name, uh, but uh, we were sued, and we were in the middle of making a, a record called Hexbreaker, which was a book to be written about the making of Hexbreaker. Making, making, I, I think and a, I think a book actually was written about the making of Hexbreaker. Well, just a whole book just on that. But anyhow, it got to the point where the process servers were coming after us, and they were waiting outside of the, the recording studio. And uh, we, we had to, we, had to we, st- we couldn't leave the studio, and we stayed there for two and a half days. Where was the session. studio? It was in Midtown Manhattan. Okay, that's the problem, because you can't have a shotgun in that particular kind of studio. You know, if you were <laughs> upstate, then, right. you know, that solves your that's, problem. That's true. No, we weren't at Bearsville. So, uh, we, and so, uh, and at one point, I had to leave, so I had to disguise myself as a delivery boy, and uh, I was nailed. But anyway... Um, well, Blaine told me when I, when I, I was seriously concerned when I wrote my first book, I Have Fun Everywhere I Go, that I was going to um, be sued, that someone was going to be litigious from, from High Times, even though, you know, not, not from uh, High Times corporate, but like one of the editors who I basically called out as being an incompetent acid head, you know, wasn't really worried. No names I wasn't mentioned. really worried I was going to lose read the book. that suit, but, uh, but these people... That these, suit looks pretty good on you, Mike. But these people were litigious, you never know. And you, nice. you, always nice told, you always told me, Blaine, at the time, though, when you get served, just... Just be polite. Take take the, the summons and, and be polite. Listen, you know, the process server, he's just doing his day yeah. job. You know, that's that that's not your enemy. The enemy is the incompetent person that's suing you. And you know, if they're incompetent, you know, you don't have to worry that's too very, much about That's very it. inspiring. Yeah, just take it and deal I, with I, it. I, was, I wasted a lot of time dodging that process. So. I was looking all over my shoulder the whole time. <laughs> this woman came up to the street. That's a strange, weird, middle-aged woman stopped me. goes, are you Mike Edison? And go, oh, it's happening. Well, here, here you uh, go. Uh, Let uh, me uh, just, just give you a piece of advice if yes. you ever have to wait outside again, uh, hiding from the process server. I'm not going to put up with that. My process server calls me, says the guy's ducking. I'm like, fine, I'm just going to send him nowadays. I guess I send him an email saying, you take the process server service, or I'm going to go to the judge. I'm going to get an order of publication, and we're going to publish your name wide and far in the New York Post or wherever we need to, saying you're being sued, and that'll be your notice. Up to you. Wow. You know, it's just a... 
Wow. You know, it's sort of that ripping your opponent's face See off. That? You know, put them in their place this, a little bit. This is a there's a pitbull here. He's tough. He's tough. He's very, very tough. I mean, that's what I want John McEnroe to sound like when he announces tennis, like Bruno San Martino. He always has it up. He is, he's he has tough. It. He's very tough. He's a very, very, very tough individual. <laughs> I, I don't know. Is McEnroe still a heel? Yeah, he is actually. Yes. The, the internet does not know about this McEnroe WrestleMania thing. I think that was a Mike Edison fever, yeah, maybe fever dream. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, he it was a, it went right over my wife's head though. The, the reference about the, the, this guy. Oh, he's waking up from the sleeper hole. That's like, it's <laughs> great. I love this. You know, this is good. Pete, you look like you have a. You look like you're back if you don't know what the sleeper hold is, you don't know what the pile drive is. Then exactly. you need to move. But to should the country. pile driver be banned, Blaine? Should the pile driver oh. be banned? No, oh, broken man. necks are a good thing. Uh, depends on in, in context. In depends con- on who's being who's next. That's really broken. what it's all about. It's all about context. You know, I was cover I was cover, uh, writing about Yankee bars for the timeout a long time ago. So I'm hanging out in what I guess it was the Yankee, what they called the Yankee bar in the middle of the day, right? So I'm drinking. That was my uh, modus operandi. I'd hang out, drink, and see what happens, you know. And the uh, Yankee fans would drift in and out, you know. Finally, around lunchtime, two guys come in with, with wearing suits and a full-scale model of a human spine. <laughs> now, <laughs> for these guys, what kind coming, of... Coming from the courthouse, I imagine yes, you had I, some sort of uh, medical malpractice. I, I, was, was, was one chunk of the spine missing? I don't, or, I don't know. know. I think there was something to illustrate some sort of like uh, someone is in a neck brace, you know, a client, and then they show the spine or something like that. But I, I assume that they were not on their way to Yankee Stadium. They weren't like uh, having a pregame tune-up. Maybe they were. Maybe they bring the spine there. <laughs> But uh, anyhow, uh, the only jury, the only jury trial I ever sat in. I've never done jury duty either. I've managed to. And I'm, I'm willing to do my, my civic duty, um, but I did. I was uh, just sort of. A, uh, You've been a excluded. Is that what you're trying to tell well, us? Well, the last time I got called for jury duty, the ca- the, the case was. Um, uh, it had to do with like like a local, you know, local power companies and and who run Indian Point, you know, nuclear power. And I just said, I'm trying to get out. I said, there's no possible way I am ever going to find in their favor. Okay, I just told, I said that right when they said, do you have any whatever it is? I said, no possible fucking way. And the, I, the judge was like, I'm not hearing this, and he sent me down to uh, civil court. It was Mike, a criminal case. He says, Indian- you're not getting out of this that easy. He wrote me a note. He goes, go down to civil court and wait there for three days. Mike, uh, <laughs> Indian Point, don't you want to read by the light of yourself? I mean, really. <laughs> Oh shit! Um, I know I have a song. I want. I, 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 I think I, I, do, I, think I do glow in the door dark, but I, I, I got the blues, baby. I want to. You want to sing the blues? In a song. Uh, 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 the song. Uh, just part of it. Wait. wait, wait. Is, that, is, that, is that working for you? I had to believe in her. She strictly got next to me. I had to believe in her She strictly got next to me I'm talking about that little girl of mine I tried to leave her alone But that she's so good to me Let me tell you, Mike Believing is alright Just so long I didn't believe in the wrong thing I said believing is alright Just so you don't belong In the wrong thing, baby you know she's just as cool in the summer as she is in the spring. Yeah. 
Don't get mad at my believing I may be right, I may be wrong You can't get mad at my believing I may be right, I may be wrong But I had to believe in that girl She's just as cool in the summer as she is in the spring I dig the summertime. Oh. Awesome, Steve. You're very mellow show today. I was all, I thought you got through the Lyme disease. I thought you were going to be coming back ready to tear it up. We are getting back to cocktail land. As, as I said, I, I'm still waiting to get bit by that tick with the gin disease. So, I, <laughs> you know, it's summer. I can have gimlets. But, well, you know, 246 shows. That's got a certain, uh, you know, numerology to it. It's not really? fractals, but, you know, two, well, four, six, you know. That's it's, good. Uh, well, we get to 250. We're going to have a party. That's great. Keep everybody in mind. August 12th is going to be our last show. And, um... You might be our very last guest because they... I hate <laughs> guests. I know, they're like tapeworms. It's like, they just, just like, they like suck you by. It's oh, like, guests are the worst. Guests. Ah, Matt. Look, look, at, look at this fucking guy. You better be careful insulting your guest. In front My of lawyer is decided, decided to go for broke the time you bring a lawyer in. I don't know why. <laughs> Watch out, Matt. Let me tell you, Matt, this guy's kept me out of jail for a long time, knock on wood. There's the least, there's the least I could do for him. When I say that... The, the answer. The question the, is the, why. I mean, I mean, truly, the, the least. question is why has, has <laughs> yeah, he do been you doing do that this? as a public service? Because I'm not <laughs> so sure. Matt, well, right, you know, right. you just better be careful. The next thing Trump is going to pass as a law getting rid of lawyer confidentiality, and then you're toast. Well, he he, he wants, He's always talking about changing the libel laws. You know, I mean, he's a very he's a very interesting interpretation of the First Amendment. Look at the incumbent president. Yeah, well, he's got to get 37 states on board. So uh, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's you know. He likes to talk. He does like to talk that way. But I, I do now. I'm going to have to tell my Trump joke. I'm sorry. But quick, it's one I think people, quick, many people haven't. Quick, quick. All right. You know, guy's working as a clerk in the Barnes & Noble, the big bookstore. He's at the reference desk. You know, that's the desk people walk up to and they say, oh, where are the collected works of Shakespeare? And he looks up, bored, and says, oh, down aisle 14. So he's working there one day, head buried in the computer. Someone comes up to him and says, you know, I, I, I want the... Uh, uh, book by Donald Trump. The guy doesn't look up. He says, like, yeah, 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 art of the deal, you know, over, over there in fiction, down aisle 10. <laughs> the guy says, no, 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 no. I want the new book by Trump. So the clerk looks up, drops his glasses, looks at the guy. He's got a Make America Great t-shirt again, Make America um, red hat on, and says Trump all over him. So the clerk looks at him and says, get the fuck out of here. The guy says, yeah, that's the book. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that was good. You know what? I oh, the so lawyer wins. The God lawyer damn always, it. The lawyer always wins, right? In the end, no matter what the suit is, the lawyers win. Uh, yeah, unl unless you lose and it's on contingency. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Ouch. You that see, one hurt. You see, that's the shyster lawyer thing. I want to be the shyster lawyer. I want to, like, just like a That's mad. how you beat a shyster lawyer. You just make them work so hard and they realize they ain't going to make any money and it's over. But I love But one time you told me, you said, like, I mean, you know, you work on these, like, large suits. You've got a very, like, long view of this. You, you, you work for a great law firm. But you said, like, the guy that's in here every week, like, you know, about someone slipped on the pavement, and, you know, these ambulance chasing guys. You always said, that's the guy you worry, you got to worry about because they spend every day in that room. They but, try a lot of cases the good ones do yeah hey mike you know what i've got another song in my heart do you have another song is it time to go already i think i'm looking at the, the you know what the, sadly the clock on the wall seems to indicate that our time amongst the these wonderful people here well i'll tell Arby, you what i'm thinking of arby stidham next Arby? time make him give you an hour there you go 
Right. All right, we'll, just, we'll discuss that. You have your people call my draw, people. Draw I got to say, listen, we've been doing the show for over six years, 246 shows, coming up to 250, which will be the last episode of Arts and Seizures. Don't forget, we're Once Upon a Time, we're the Mike and Judy Show. But that's seven years of radio. That's, that's, that's a lot. And, and what have I learned from this experience? What have you learned? Uh, how to play <laughs> Let It Be Me. Let Arby <laughs> Stidham. Here we go. That's a good end. All right, we'll be back next week. We've got four more shows to go featuring the Lost Mr. Airplane Man tapes coming up. Our friend Bob Burt's coming back. Bob? And really? How do you get him? How do I get him? I called him, I called him on the fucking phone. Uh, Bob, um, Bob, I think, holds the record for uh, most appearances on the show. Nice. Viva la France. That's what I have to say. Viva right? la France. All right, so congratulations all French for that. Their, their Super Bowl victory. Super Bowl. Super Bowl party. I, don't I, I, I saw a picture of my good friend Gaba in, pa- in Paris having a Super Bowl party. He's in a beer in each hand, and he was smart enough that those were Belgian beers and not French beers. So, Gaba, good thinking. You know, patriotism only goes so far. Got it, got it. Hey, it stops at the water's edge. At That's the, right. At the bar's edge. All right, we'll see you guys next week. You ready, Pete? Yes, sir. Hey, hey. I know you're getting someone in your love. Someone to make you feel happy and free. Don, I'm begging. I'm pleading. Please let it be me. Yeah. You know I treat you like a queen There'll be no more misery So if you're wanting love and affection Darling, please let it be me oh, take me to the I've always been true to you In each and every way I would love, love and care for you Drive all your blues and troubles away So darling, please don't pass me by, darling. Open your eyes and see if you're wanting love and affection, darling. Please let it be me. Oh, Mikey, help me now. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For our freshest content and to hear about exclusive events, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at heritage underscore radio.
Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Rate the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join our community by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening.